This podcast is an audio adaptation taken from my Digest newsletter sent on Friday the 13th of March 2020. You'll find all the links to the resources mentioned over on ifeelforyoupodcast.com or dion.space. And if you like this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe and maybe even leave me a review. They mean the world and also it really helps other like-minded folks find the show. And you know, word of mouth is my jam. So I appreciate you and thanks to all of you who have supported this show so far. Thank you for listening. You're listening to I Feel For You, a podcast for creative explorers, polymaths and the curious. I'm Dion, a creative explorer, space maker and, above all else, human being, who, like you, is navigating this life, this world, doing the best they can. This is episode 61, and before we jump in, it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, that my heart is with each of you. And I guess it's a common thing to say that my heart goes out to those of you affected by this virus. Absolutely, it does. However, the title of this podcast is that we're in this together. And if one person is affected, then we all are. It's a situation that shines a very glaring light on the injustices of the systems within this world. And I really hope that together we can find ways to connect, to build, and to find solutions and healing space. So in this episode, I'm going to share some ideas, some tools, some resources with you that I hope will help at this time. I guess before we jump in, depending on when you're listening to this, I went live on Instagram on Tuesday what was the date? All the days are blending into one, aren't they? But Tuesday the 17th of March. Uh, so that's available for 24 hours. I'll try and find a place to put it for those of you who couldn't make it. But yeah, it was just a tea and a check-in. There'll probably be more live events by the time you hear this, including an official event, which I'll talk about later on in the show. But that is happening on the equinox, the spring equinox, this Thursday. So hopefully this reaches you in good time. The Equinox Thursday event is called Release Some Tension and we're having a gathering where I'll offer you some tools and techniques. You have to sign up for it. However, the event is free. You just have to sign up so that you can get the link to be able to be part of that. I'm reluctant to say circle, but uh, horseshoe, let's say. (laughs) So we're gathered, we're connected, but there's also space for anyone to join. And also an announcement that I made early on last week was that we decided to move the yoga and movement workshops that were happening this spring at the end of March in Norway. Obviously, we've been monitoring the situation closely for a number of weeks now and really just felt that it was the most responsible thing to do. Safety for all of us, especially the most vulnerable of us in our communities, is paramount. So that comes first beyond everything else. And everyone who booked has been emailed. And there are some details in there for those of you who haven't or might not already know, but you probably do because, in fact, our flight was cancelled just today. I'm really sorry for any inconvenience caused, but I hope you can join us. The new date is Sunday, the 18th of October. 
2020 at the same venue. And of course, it will be a more autumn focused, but much of the same will still have the plant conversations. And I really hope that will be a helpful offering. But first and foremost, I mean, I just hope that you and your communities are safe. So let's continue to look after ourselves and each other. And in this podcast, you can expect some offerings and tools and resources. So I really hope that they're going to be useful for you in these times. I'm also sharing details later on in the show for a live video where we can gather together in community online on Thursday, the 19th of March. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for being here. And let's get on with the show. Darlings, a deep breath for nothing, for these times that we're living in for loved ones we're thinking of around the globe, for our fellow humans suffering or struggling in any form, for our ancestors and their wisdom, may we connect with their guidance, and for ourselves here, now, together, in this space, taking a moment to connect with each of you, wherever you're at. It's times like these that give us an opportunity to work together to create positive change. Change is all around, inevitable, a certainty, an opportunity. And I'm thinking about one of the books that I just finished reading, which feels particularly perfectly timed, yet also slightly eyebrow-raisingly synchronised with current events many of us are witnessing on the planet right now. So I've been putting off reading Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower for some time, partly because of my sensitivity to stuff which feels too dark to handle, Yet now I'm engrossed in this book. It's a two-part book, so I'm on part two now. And I'm reaching the end of quite possibly one of my favourite books split into series in recent times. And that is a big statement. So I wanted to offer some light and guidance that I received from the first book, Parable of the Sower, in hope that it helps you too. And it's a quote that says... All that you touch, you change. All that you change, changes you. The only lasting truth is change. God is change. Octavia Butler from Parable of the Sower, 1993. And by the way, God in this form, any, in fact, is unconnected to any particular faith or dogma. You can replace that word with something that feels more resonant to you if you like. So I'm always thinking about our responsibility to this earth, to each other, and how we work with the inevitability of change. Emergent strategy is a tool we might use to explore this idea. I'm also always thinking about how we centre the most vulnerable in our communities, as well as how we pay attention to our own needs, energy, capabilities, skills. I know I talk about this a lot, but I truly believe we each have something vital, a brilliant essence, if you will to share with this world in ways that can bring about meaningful change. And I'm also always thinking about how we combine these needs and engage with practices that keep us feeling and being as well as we can be. Identify and communicate needs to each other, as well as meet others' requests from a centred and honest place, whilst finding some kind of joy and ease and freedom in the process, right? Now, I don't want to make this space into one that's shaming others. However, feel A real-life example here might help. A case study of what I'm noticing a lot, not just in the last few weeks, but it's certainly amplified lately. Story time? So, early last week I was at my local coffee shop and 
that in itself raises moral questions and a conundrum. Should I be gathering in a space in case I'm a carrier of a virus or exposed to a carrier and we exacerbate the problem? Yet at the same time, the fellow who owns the space is independent, has a young family, and by being a patron, I'm supporting his livelihood. And at this moment, I want to be very clear, in case you don't know me so well, that in no way is this storytime exploration and me telling you what's right from wrong. It's more a space for contemplation, sharing ideas, thoughts, suggestions, and that goes both ways. So obviously, as I remind you, every time I write to you or share a podcast or make a video, get in touch with me and let me know your thoughts, your experiences, ideas, so that we can grow together. Anyway, back to the coffee shop early last week and I struck up a conversation with someone else in there. This isn't you. They asked what I was up to, saying it looked like I was busy, lol, at myself and the busy, working on it, trying not to work on it as much. You know what I'm saying. I explained that I was in the process of rearranging in real life events due to my concerns about consequences of the virus. I think we know what I'm talking about. And wanting to avoid harm where possible. This inevitably led to a discussion about how said virus was affecting their life as they live with a chronic illness. Not a lot has or will change, was their report. I shared that I'd just been to pick up some supplies from the supermarket and the toilet roll aisle was bare, which took me by surprise. Shout out to those of you who have been watching my Instagram stories for updates. I see ya. He offered that his flatmate wanted to, I quote, stockpile stuff and sell it on. Now at this point, dear listener, I do advise that you head over to my blog to see the array of gifts I've collected for you that will illustrate the story time with much more clarity, let's say. So insert gif. (laughs) I was a bit mute a while, then shared my concern that it makes no sense for resources to be contained for use of a few, rather than us all sharing them, for it won't help if just one person can wash their hands, because they're still going to have to come into contact with others who might be carriers, so we might do better to think of working together. Insert another gif. They continued reaching the conclusion that it was every man for themselves, I quote, that the world was declining as we've lost our sense of national identity. Dear listener, at this point, I'm sure you can imagine my face. And if you can't, I feel like there is a very brilliant gif that Miss J perfectly illustrates as to how my face kind of folded up on itself. If you are unsure of what that looked like, head to the show notes ifeelforyoupodcast.com this is episode 61 okay so my actual face was like that gif friends I don't think I need to tell you where I stand when it comes to the discussion of nation and empire and colonialism do I I mean we can see that the impact of that is the current global crisis that we're experiencing and every single historical ailment that has ever occurred right up until this point but anyway I digress insert another gif I was stunned for a moment, trying not to judge, trying to understand, but feeling frozen because we know this belief system is nothing new and it's not unusual as much as some might say it's rare. We see it in responses to any situation where a dominant group holding power continues to uphold the system that benefits them. Every man for themselves. Insert an array of gifts at this point because I rebuke that idea. I rebuke. But we also know and feel that this plays out to the detriment of many. 
We see it in how quickly the world can adjust this week just to suit ableist people. Resolving issues that people with disabilities or limitation have been recommending and suggesting and requesting we do for decades. We see it in those who, for one moment, jumped on the climate crisis trend, yet are now booking private jets to escape and preserve themselves at any cost. We see it in the hurdles of hardships any community who has ever experienced any layer of oppression has to go through, which is normalised and maintained by those who hold power. Suffering is ignored and unseen, yet still hyper-visible. I guess it's inconvenient to witness contradiction. I'm trying not to judge, but here I am, struggling not to feel fury when I think of those people who will be most affected, most vulnerable, most at risk of harm. Because we are in this together and must work together to find solutions that support us all to be well, free, have access and aid. For example, how do we support people in our community who are homeless? Students who are displaced from their residence due to closures and without option for housing or food or resources? How do we support vulnerable people who rely on human contact to support their needs? How do we support those out here who can't simply work from home, who will struggle to afford rent and food because of losing income in these weeks and months ahead? It's making me think of this tweet I shared in my Instagram stories earlier last week. It was by at Natalie is online. Natalie wrote, mutual aid and care networks are critical right now. And yet they require us to divest from the prevailing discourse and dogma of individualism and selfhood inexorably tied to this necrocapitalist moment. We need to invest in humane, collective responses to existential risks. I wonder... How do those of us who hold privilege and access and resources share that in ways that can be useful? I'm in no way criticising closures or cancellations at all here, nor what people choose to do in order to be safe, quotation marks. I'm also interested in using examples of what we might be witnessing around us in our local and international communities and consider how we might hold space for others, listen to what people need, consider solutions and move forward from here. I'm very much interested to hear your ideas on this too. So if there's something you or someone you know might be needing support with, or perhaps a cause you might want to amplify our attention to so that I can pass this on or connect people if that's helpful, boost a signal or whatever, get in touch with me. You can email me, head to the show notes, ifeelforyoupodcast.com. This is episode 61. You can also just head to my site, dion.space. There's a contact form there. Get in touch. What I am sure of is the need for us to be mindful with our own energy, because these times are calling us to step in, to take action. I mean, if we don't, change will happen regardless. And I don't know about you, but I'd prefer to be proactively working to create space with those who want to do that together. A new world in my view, Q song. Do you know I make playlists for each podcast episode? If not, show notes it is for you, my friends. For many, it's uncomfortable to fathom another way of being. Reacting to circumstances alone, as opposed to remembering that we get to contribute to new ways of being in this world. Imagining new futures. Yes, I'm a futurist. I suspect some of the earliest posters in my bedroom and musical influences like Earth, Wind and Fire and Maze have something to do with this. Thanks, parental units, for this. And thanks, futurists, for your style inspiration. Always. (laughs) 
I'm thinking now of all the times I've been called idealistic or gullible or, more kindly, optimistic in nature. But I hope that I may be a vessel that helps you to remember we get to create change for ourselves, to create a better world, to even create beauty from some of the darkest parts. I wrote and spoke about this in a recent podcast, which I recorded for you earlier last week, which I really need to get to editing for you so I can share it ASAP. It's about creative resilience in these times. So I will try and get that podcast out for you as podcast episode 62. So if I don't, just give me a kind of gentle knee like a goat. (laughs) You know what I mean? Anyway, so look, Baze, I know I've had the privilege of thinking about my own story and what I survived, where I came from and what I came through to be here with you right now. And I'm not saying this so that you can feel a ping of compassion or pity or any of that, but more so as an example to shine a torch on you and your own journey, the hardships, the difficult things you've made it through. You survived. You thrived. You're here And honouring that journey, because I know it hasn't been easy to get through these difficult things. And perhaps you're still wading through stuff right now. And I'm right here with you. But I would also love if we could hold space for the fact that you are here for a reason. We are here together with an opportunity right now to create change, to have impact. And working together to do that, I think, is the best most effective and progressive way forwards. May all voices be heard. However, we have to start from ourselves. We are going to be so much more effective and impactful when we are grounded, centered and collected as much as possible in these times. And a side note here that this ground is changing all of the time, as is our practice. It's not static like an on-off switch. It's an ongoing practice we can use, adjust and work with, depending on what's going on and what might be thrown at us. So my friends, let's take a breath for nothing. And as many as you need. And consider some ideas for grounding, centering and collecting ourselves. So I've made you a list here which are just some immediate ideas off the top of my head. Plus, I've linked to further explorations in the show notes. So there's a lot of links for you to go explore and resources and tools, which I really hope you will find useful. Head to ifeelforyoupodcast.com. Again, this is episode 61, just to remind you in case you need to bring up the page as I share these. So I'm just going to go through them. (sighs) Taking another breath for nothing. All right. So ways that we can ground, centre and collect ourselves. Hydration. Are you drinking enough water? I know some of these seem really obvious, but I feel like I could certainly use the reminder (laughs) when stress occurs often, I feel like even the most basic things can be tricky, you know, like taking a break to go to the bathroom. I don't know about you, but I guess it depends on like things like trauma response or things that maybe habits that maybe you have picked up that haven't served you so well in the past and reverting back to that safe space is a kind of coping mechanism. I get that. So shout out to you if you relate. So I'm going to go through the list (laughs) and try not to interrupt too much. Okay, so hydration, nourishment in all forms, not just food, but whilst we're here, a reminder of an article that I wrote called On the Yoga and Food Things Revisited, which I'll link you to in the show notes. Soap 
and there is a link to a brilliant video which has been circulating now for the last week. I really recommend watching it and passing it on. Rest. And I've shared a link to a post I wrote on work-life rest balance. Pleasure. And again, a link to a long and very detailed exploration of why pleasure is so important for all of us and how we can reclaim it and giving a nod to our pleasure legacy and how we can invite pleasure into our everyday life in accessible ways. Breathwork, if accessible, is a great way to ground, centre and collect ourselves. And I've got a few yoga videos which look at breathwork. There's one for calming and easing anxiety that I've linked to in the show notes. There's also a new video that just went out today. In fact, Tuesday, the 17th of March, um, which I will share with you in the show notes as well. It's kind of like a breath moving meditation thing. (laughs) Thing is the official name. It's a thing. What else can help us? Limiting time online when we notice ourselves spiralling. And I'm linking to a podcast episode, number 31, which is called Grief, Sadness and Life Online, which I hope will help. Give yourself space to process what you need and take your time. And with that, I'm sharing a contemplation on feelings of grief, shock and loss with links to tools that can support you with that as well as a manifesto, I know, another one that I wrote quite a long time ago now, but it's called Feel All the Feels, a self-care manifesto. Go towards practices that support you. And of course, there are links to videos that I made for you in case anything resonates, including grounding anxious energy, a foot massage with tennis ball, which is really, 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 really good. Recommend everybody does that. Um, Tree pose, as well as a whole playlist on videos specifically for anxiety and stress. So I really hope they serve you well. What else helps us feel more grounded, centred and able to collect ourselves? I think connectivity to things that enhance our lives online. So that means disconnecting from the stuff that doesn't feel nourishing or helpful. And there's a post I wrote called Five Things to Try When Overwhelmed by Newsfeeds, which is a quick way to kind of check in with yourself. What could be helpful is awareness for information that's rooted and trustworthy. So, okay, admittedly, this can be challenging in the times that we live in. Hello, fake news. There's a lot of noise. But notice what exacerbates your anxiety. It's great to be informed, but how can we make sure that we consume information that's useful as opposed to aggravating drama? And on that, I recommend you checking out some resources that I've linked you to, including Healing Justice, um, who did a couple of podcasts focused on coronavirus wisdom from a social justice lens. And I think there's a new one out now. In fact, they've rebranded their podcast. So let me just find it for you. Yes, okay. They've rebranded to call themselves Irresistible. So if you're struggling to find Healing Justice, the podcast, look for Irresistible. But also know that I've linked this particular episode, Coronavirus, Wisdom from a Social Justice Lens, for you in the show notes. Really recommend that particular podcast, as well as a really detailed medium article which has been circulating as well which I found really helpful very grounded and it's factual and as factual as something can be in these times that we live in um, but it really helped me out 
And of course, obviously, please share your resources. In fact, I've had this rolling notion document going for a long time. In fact, I might just link that to you um, in the show notes. It's where I collate a lot of my inspiration station. So if it's easy for you to access that, there's a heap of resources around the coronavirus, very much rooted in the science and the facts. But there's also a lot of joy in there as well. Well, I say joy, but you know, um, joyful more light explorations of this because as I talk about a lot finding pleasure even in the challenging times is really helpful for us there's many reasons and I spoke about this in a Instagram TV video I don't think I've put it live yet maybe I should do that tonight but yeah I spoke about why it's important for us to find ways to counter the stress reflex the fight flight freeze response trauma response that is very human um, but is exacerbated when we're sitting for hours on end scrolling really difficult information that is causing us distress and pain anxiety and all of those things and how we can diffuse that not ignore it but how we can work with it to offer some ease and space and a great way to do that obviously is is through things like pleasure and joy like um and I don't, I don't mean pleasure or joy in a sort of fluffy way, although that might work for you. In fact, I'm not even judging however you like your pleasure and joy. I feel like for all of us, this is something, it's a practice, it's a tool. It's a tool that can help us to get out of a spiral, a spiraling situation. It's also a way to shift the energy, shift our state. There are lots of things that can do that, of course. Um, so this is just one example of, you know, me talking about, um, you know, consume the information, consume the facts that you need to. If that's feeling too heavy, I find that there can be a way, and I think Black Twitter is all about this, of processing really hard stuff and having the serious side to it, but also being able to hold two things in our hands. You know, we can have the serious, the straight, the analytical part, the action focused part that is very structured. And then we can have the kind of release some tension. Oh, I'm going to talk more about that later, but we can have the more like exhale part of it. We can have some joy, some ease, some space, some humor. And I think it's totally possible to have both. Of course, this is contextual, so it depends. I'm not talking about bad taste stuff right I'm talking about just some lightness some ease and 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 joy and for me like for example turning to animals is a way that I find that so if something is feeling particularly hard there might be a particular animal video that helps to lift me back out but I've spiraled on this conversation we were talking about tools to help ground and center ourselves and information we're talking about how we consume information and the type of information like knowing when we're kind of at capacity of consuming noise and when we need to kind of switch the station like what's in what's exacerbating our anxiety this is exacerbating okay can I maybe filter that out even if just for a day I mute that thing and instead I look towards the stuff that offers me some space in some way if that makes sense I hope that makes sense it was a bit of a ramble sorry okay last thing on the list is taking breaks to explore grounding in meaningful ways to you regularly and I have some prompts for you obviously it was a popular one 15 self-care ideas to shift your state it was a blog post I also made a podcast of this so I'll link you to both of those things which I really hope you will find useful so how do we take all of this forward from ourselves to others? So grounding, centering and collecting ourselves is on my mind a lot. And as someone who's lived with anxiety in various forms for over 20 years, 
feel like I deserve some kind of award or something for that. But (laughs) shout out to those of you living with anxiety for a long, 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 long time. And not just living, but, you know, surviving, thriving, blossoming, whatever. Finding ways to work with it. I feel that one way that can be useful is gathering our collective energy to practice grounding, centering and collecting ourselves in action. So this is why I share public events, babes. This is why I make videos. It's why I do the podcast, the digest, all of the ridiculous things on the Internet, like uh, Instagram lives. (laughs) Because connection can help us to practice holding space for ourselves and each other. It's a way we can hold space for a concept too ideas plus give us a safe space to explore it so it's been on my mind for months years and it's only getting louder and louder babe so I woke up early one morning last week in fact it was the morning after story time person gave me that fire up my backside so thank you for that lesson (laughs) everything is a practice everything is a lesson thank you our teachers are all around us that was me cracking a knuckle actually I was getting ready (laughs) I got my Vaseline I'm joking. I'm not wearing any rings. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I'm not. But no, you know what I mean. So I woke up feeling compelled to put things into action online ASAP. So drum roll. And no, it doesn't need a drum roll. That's just silliness. But, you know, join me for a virtual hangout on Thursday, the 19th of March. It's called, you know this already, but release some tension. I wish I could play a song for you right now because of course it would be SWV's infamous track, infamous yet underrated, I would say, release some tension featuring Foxy Brown, who I still adore. Anyway, let me at this point calm myself down and offer you another little passage from Parable of the Sower. And this one came at the right time. Octavia Butler, wrote, once or twice each week, a gathering of earth seed is a good and necessary thing. It vents emotion, then quiets the mind. It focuses attention, strengthens purpose and unifies people. Taken from Earthseed, the books of the living. This is it, babes. So I'm offering a short, simple practice with accessible tools, techniques and ideas for releasing some tension so that you can feel more space and ease. So let's go through a checklist of what you can expect, my darling. So accessible tools, techniques and ideas to release tension. Check. Creative explorations. Check. Self-care resources in session plus a follow up email. Check. Space making practices. Check. And the option to connect with community online or be low key, fellow introverts. It's all good, do you? So I hear you, my friends. There's a Q&A. I can hear those questions bubbling up. The first, I'll take it. What is this? Well, it's mainly an offering to practice together online. Think of it as a combination of my in real life community events, creative coaching offerings, podcasts and videos in one short, condensed community hangout. A mini workshop, if you will. Explorations of ideas, creative practices and activities we can practice virtually. Then you can take them away and apply and or adapt them for everyday use. Make it real. Next question. How much does it cost? It's free. And this isn't a webinar, so you won't be sold anything. It's simply the chance for us to hang out and for me to share stuff that I hope will help you find more space and ease. Will there be movement? We'll do a little bit. 
but it's more about techniques you can hopefully feel okay to do on your chair. There'll be options to stand, sit or lay down. So the main thing is that you're comfortable. Everything is optional. That goes for all parts of the hangout. But there might be a disco. We'll see how it goes. Do I need a yoga mat or workout clothes or anything else? Nope, you can sit or lay wherever is good for you. Wear what you feel comfortable in and bring a pen and a piece of paper for a mystery activity. <laughs> I'm so extra. Will I be on camera or heard? Not unless you want to be, my friend. I'll ask questions though and prompt you to use the chat function so we can do real-time connection. I think this gives you value and it also enhances connection. So why do this live? Because it's powerful to connect in space, be it in real life or virtually. Gathering is a form of action, even if it's quotations, simply the energy of showing up. And I think when it comes to practice, gathering can also be a form of accountability. Helpful in these times, I think. Being in real time also offers us space for questions at any point, which makes this more of a conversation. It's a two-way thing. Speaking of which, if you have any questions about the event, just get in touch with me. You can head over to my site, dion.space, for more tools and resources if you'd prefer to dig there. But know that you can reach out to me. You can find me via the show notes. I'm also on Instagram. I'm Dion, as in Warwick, with seven underscores, because I'm extra. And I really hope that you can make this. And I'll be looking forward to seeing you if you can. And is it time for a little breakout SWV disco right now? No? Okay, no worries. So if you arrive late to this session or you sign up but you miss the call, you do get a replay sent to you afterwards. But you do have to register in order to get the link for the live and the recording. So do make sure that you sign up via the link in my show notes and hope to see you in our virtual hangout. So that was a lot, but hopefully helpful. Trying to say useful a bit less these days following the last episode. It's not going so well, but I'm trying. <laughs> and... I have more presents for you and they include a collaborative playlist called In This Together, which I hope you will join me on. There's also links to a couple of new yoga videos. There's a crunchy shoulder one and the one I mentioned earlier with the kind of mm, thing, the movement, breath, meditation stuff, plus lots of other blog posts and things, which I hope you will enjoy. Oh, and stuff like films for self-care. That's like a Google Doc that I started a few years ago when the world felt a lot. (laughs) Still using it, so come and join me there. Or you can join me on like Letterboxd. Is anyone else on that? Letterboxd. Um, I'll put a link to my profile there, which has lots of more updated films that I've been watching of late, which, um, yeah, I hope you enjoy too. So I think that's it for now, my friends. Thank you so much for making it this far, for being here with me in our community. I'm so grateful for you. Know that you can always send me a voicemail. I'd love to feature you on this show. Please reach out. Know that you can connect with me on Instagram. I'm trying to be there more doing lives to connect with you in real time because I know it's hard out here and there are many of you now working from home and it's discombobulating. And I guess I've had 10 years now of experience doing that. So I'm here for you. We have little tea meetups and all practices and so on. So do come join. And thank you so much. Obviously, subscribe to my digest if you want to kind of get things as they happen. That's where I update everything. So if you're kind of feeling a bit like what's going on and when, then maybe you want to subscribe to it. You can find it at dion.space forward slash digest. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Take care of you. 